episode 34 of Running Matters. My name is Matt North. I'm joined by my co-host today, Paul Hadfield. How you going, Hattie? Yeah, good, Woofie. Looks like a big full moon out there tonight. You feeling okay? I'm feeling lively. Yeah? It could get a bit loose. Good. I'm still hungover from Sunday, actually. What is it, Wednesday? <laughs> big day Sunday. What yeah. happened? We just had a family get-together and I tied one on and said, okay. leave me in through. When all the wolves get together. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's... It's past tense. You're a bit of a lightweight these days, too much running. Yeah, yeah, I am, it's true. And uh, our special guest today, Sean Tindale. Thanks for coming in, Sean. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, before we get into it, we'll thank our partners, Filter Brewing, Goo Energy, Gaimi Allied Health, Fractal Running Caps, and Swimguard Pool Fence Certification. Just for the record, I did two jobs yesterday. You actually worked this week? Yep. Two jobs yesterday, none today. (laughs) But I did get a long running. <laughs> I did see your car yeah. out there, yeah. 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 So uh, that was... It's hard to get 130Ks in a week and work, I guess. No, it's a balance. <laughs> it's a balance. It's carefully done. Should also thank Jimmy Carroll for doing the editing behind the scenes. Doing a good job, Jimmy. How's your uh, training going for Surf Coast? Yeah, me? I, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, I reckon I knocked out close to 100K last week, so nice. starting to build up a little bit. Um Got the Royal Double Ultra next Saturday, so 50Ks for me, not 100. Yeah. But yeah, getting ready for that. That's good. Yeah. It's sold out. Officially sold out, the event. Yeah. So all done. Very happy with Who that. Who got the last ticket? Bob Fickle. Is that right? That is correct. It's gone to a legend. The Flying Fickle. Yeah. He sent an email saying, Matt, I'd like to enter, and then, you know, listed some events like the four marathons he's done this month. Wow. And I said, Bob... You do not need to apply. How can you say no to Bob Fickle? Yeah, he's done something like 300 marathons. Or... Yeah, he was in the 200 somewhere. I saw yeah, that he's getting, recently. Yeah, he's getting up there. So, um, yeah. That's incredible. So there's a legend, there'll be legend status there. Do you reckon he'll knock out 50k in six hours? No, I told him he can only do two laps, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have him there. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Yeah. We yeah. want to finish in the daylight. Is uh, Strava Matt Sheather going to... Have a ding dong battle against Bobby Fickle again this time. I wasn't going to tell Matt because I didn't want him to be intimidated and not turn up. <laughs> so uh, once you get beaten by Bob, it's yeah, hard to come back. It's hard to come back. Yeah, I think he's just kayaking now, isn't he? He's too distraught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep kayaking, Matty. Yeah, stay in the water, buddy. It's <laughs> good. What about you, mate? How's the how's the training? You ready to roll? Yep, ready to roll. So we're about three months away from uh, Surf Coast, so uh, it'll come around quick. Yep, yep. Do, done any sand running yet? No, no. I'm waiting for that invitation to uh, get down there. With that. Oh, I haven't touched the sand yet. Yeah, but I've got a yeah little uh, camp organised. In, in the Maldives. Oh, really? Of all places. You're a wanker. <laughs> you are a wanker. Only you would use those words, Maldives and camp. It's the flattest part in the whole world. I think it's below sea level, so yeah. not sure I'm going to move for hills, but yeah, there'll be some sand. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a nice holiday. Thinking, thinking of you. Not. <laughs> what about you, Sean? you do any uh, sand running? I do. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Now the knees, it's better for the knees. Yeah. Impact on the knees. Yeah. A lot of bike riding. Yeah. Yeah, two-hour bike ride today. Yeah, oh, nice one. one. Yeah, National so I Park. could uh, have a filter tonight, guilt-free. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. some calories in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <Nice>. yes, <laughs> yes. Heading, heading straight for the stout later. Oh, so yeah, you've heard about heard the stout? Of, yep. Yeah. Mate, the stout is unreal. It's pretty good. The Caribbean stout. Yeah, strong. Yeah, well, strong. Yeah. 
glad uh, Scotty got an Uber back last time. Mm, I told him. <laughs> I told him. This is, this is not a night to be driving. So a, a bit of a bit of riding today. But what's your sporting background? Sure. My sporting background was a swimmer. Yep. When I was young, and yep. then uh, rugby league. Okay. For twenty or so years. Yeah, right. Yeah, twenty twenty-five years playing rugby league. Yeah. yeah. I'll just ask Matt before we go into this, but are we allowed to talk about rugby league? Because AFL was on the to-do list, yeah. apparently. Briefly. League's okay. Just keep it short. All right. Yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, I have played Good. AFL as well. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to talk about that. No, yeah. no. <laughs> a short stint with Southern Power. Did you oh, right. Did you? Yes. You go around with <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, yeah. What about league? Who'd you play for? Who? I, from Newcastle. Singleton then to Newcastle. Okay. And, uh, yeah, obviously born and bred in the Hunter Valley. Yep. So I uh, spent the majority of the time playing for South Newcastle. Right on. Which is, yeah. In the glory days of in Newcastle. In the glory days, yeah. yeah. Remember mm-hmm. when they first came in the competition? They did. Yeah, yeah. excited. A lot of local boys, yeah. Sean Rudder. Yeah, Rudder. Julian Bailey, yeah. Okay, play with those guys. I did, I was uh, juniors, yeah, Singleton juniors, yep. so yeah. What position did you play? I was a centre winger. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There you go. So a runner. A runner. Yeah, a yeah. runner. Always a runner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's ruined your knees, really. It has. Yeah. Yeah. Good sport. Good sport, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how old were you when you hung up the boots? About 35, okay. 36. So you stuck with it for I a while. I had a quick stint with... I retired. And I had a couple of years at Southern Districts playing rugby. Yeah. Um, and then Justin Holbrook, mm. a mate of mine was captain coach of Dapdake and Aries. Yeah, right. So they were throwing a bit of cash around, okay. and uh, I think I was about 34, and said we need a, a centre, so yep. carpooled down to Dapdo. Nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, two or three times a night, a week, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then one year, finished, snapped my bicep, <laughs> 10 off the bone. Oh, wow. no. In the semis, and that was it. Yeah. Really? <clears throat> so that ended Dapdo, and then... Uh, went to obviously we were involved with Southern Power AFL since I opened the shop as yep. a sponsor yep. and the guys kept saying to me you got to come down and play yep. and I was about 38 when I made my debut and with a lot of AFL experience obviously. yes yep. yes <laughs> yeah, and mate, I loved it yeah cool yeah I loved the game yeah I wish I'd played it earlier yeah um, and the boys went through and won Div 5 yeah right undefeated and uh, I did my knee in the semis, <laughs> and that ended that. So yeah, that was my my short stint. Yeah, there seems to be a common theme with going back to contact sport later in your thirties. Yeah. Yes. Scoot Richmond was talking about busting his ankle, Achilles, mm. something. End up operation in ten minutes in his first return game. Basically. Well, I signed up for Masters last year. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, didn't get on. Thank Pulled goodness, yeah. I was on the bench. Nice. Oh, so you were going to commit. I was going to commit. You didn't get the co-op, yeah. yeah. And watched a couple of games and, yeah. Yeah, looked bad what, out there. Yeah. yeah, there was one game, there was a knee, there was a shoulder dislocation, yeah. broken collarbone, so I went, yeah. It's good stuff that's, at Glenry Island Hill. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pays the bills. Keeps yeah. the I love Masters sport. Keeps the industry going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 the Masters game in Sydney again. Yeah, it's perfect. Roll around again. The mm. Dapdo Canaries, that's a fairly intimidating uh, name for a footy team. <laughs> yes. We used wow. to play in the middle of the uh, dog track. All right. Mm. The Dapdo Greyhound track down wow. there at Dapdo, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic ground it was. 
Pretty <laughs> cold down in Bat, though. So yeah. you, you play league, union, AFL. Am I missing any other sports? What else? You... I haven't had soccer. Yeah. Yeah. I was tempted. Yeah. Because my son is right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, I think uh, mate. 46 now, I've got to yeah. Yeah. say no. Say yeah, no. Smart. Just say no. Just say no, yes. <laughs> and so when did running fit into this? Like, did you, um, I guess you're running all the time, but did you, did you ever sort of take that on, on its own? Or? Um, I've, I've done a, quite a few Southern to Surfs and, yep. and then got into obviously the trail hmm. side of things. And, uh, yeah, obviously probably a bit too late. Yep. Um, obviously because of the knees and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, started to then do... Glowworm, um, which was a tough few years ago. Yeah, with the conditions were just yep. horrific. Um, That's just on this weekend, I think. Glowworm. La- yeah, last weekend. Last yeah, weekend, it was yeah. it was good. Yeah, um, and then Sydney Trial Series. Yep, and then a few twenty twos. Ultra uh, Trial twenty twos. Yeah. So. Yep. And was, yeah, I thought you'd done. The, I thought you might have done the fifty, but you did the twenty two a couple of times. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, how'd that go with dodgy knees, mate? Huh? Uh, coming down got that, there. coming down that got dirty there. hill. Yes, downhill's not good. Not good no. for the knees. It's not good even with reasonable knees. <laughs> it's a horrible hill. Yeah, but I ran with Jen last year, and yep. um, yeah, that was one of a highlight. Running yep. with Jen and getting her across. Yeah, cool. Yeah, she had a couple of stumbles. Oh, really? Down Kadumba and okay. uh, yeah, actually came a cropper and came a cropper. Yeah, yeah, and finished. Split herself open and. Did her ankle, but didn't know really until we finished. Yeah, and she just soldiered on. She powered on. Powered on. Didn't well say a word. Okay. About it, and then we got to got across the finish, and then it was like, oh, took her to the medical tent, and they took her shoe off, and it was just purple. Just blew wow. up like a balloon. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, really? I don't know how she did it, but so, so how far into twenty two k did she? Seven k's. Really. And she then went down and uh, hiked yeah. the way out of the valley on yep. that. I just kept. She just kept following me. I wow. just kept. You got to keep going. Yeah. There's no way out. There's no way out. So that's, I didn't. That's tough. Gutsy. That's gutsy. 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 Yeah. Very gutsy. Yeah, yeah. She had skin off her both her hands. She'd fell. Yeah. Off her knees, elbows, and. Yeah. Sounds like the, she would have done pretty well for the Dato Canaries with partners like that. Sounds like she could do well on a on a twelve or twenty four hour track at Sheree Shinmoy. She likes suffering. Yes, that was on on the weekend. Oh, yeah, sounds horrible. Yeah. I'll mention that next year. Yeah, <laughs> it's harder to trip on the track, I guess. Mm. It is hard. Should have a shout out to our uh, previous interviewees. Yeah, in that regard. Yeah, so the the twelve. I should have told the kids that we're we're recording, but anyway, the uh, the twelve and the twenty four hour. Shri Shinmoy track was on at Campbelltown on the weekend and Simone Hayes ran 198 and a half kilometres which is amazing you said you saw her you saw her at work today yeah she looked a bit beaten up yep. but um, yeah bloody impressive that's yeah. for sure yeah not too many people could do that she was a bit dirty about not cracking the 200 but yeah. um, reckon she had a yeah. few issues with the bladder and the kidneys and stuff she had to go to the toilet 35 times apparently yeah so that was the yeah that stops you in your tracks a bit I'm like that with the filters I have six filters and yeah well stuff. maybe she shouldn't have had as many filters <laughs> yeah that could have been the problem or maybe she was drinking something else well that's the problem 
Yeah. Mm. Anyway, impressive soon. Yeah. Well and Steve Redfern did a PB. He cracked 130 kilometres in 12 hours. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. And considering the conditions, like the you know it's pouring down rain on Saturday night, it's just a suffer fest. So uh, it's pretty amazing what these people put themselves mm. through. And uh, and finally, Phil Balnave, our our slipper running friend. Um, yeah. He ran 64Ks in his, in his flip-flops, which wasn't, wasn't a bad effort considering the conditions. Uh, I think he was hoping to, to at least crack 100, but he um, mm. said he wasn't feeling great. Conditions were terrible. and Probably not the best shoes. They'd be hard in the wet, wouldn't they, with flip-flops? Yeah, mm. you get a lot of flicky water up the back of your legs. That you could, you? Yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, we, should, we should ask you about what, what yeah. the stocking. We'll get to that. I think we'll get to listen, that. Yeah. Listen to question coming up. <laughs> I've got another mate, Stu Wallace, who did it actually as well. He yes. did the 24-hour in, I think, knocked out 190 or 190, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, impressive local bloke. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think he's been down in the Norg Handicap once before, yeah. potentially. Yeah, yeah. Good yep. guy, Stu. Yeah. Anyway, we should talk to Sean about his stuff. Yeah. How, how long have you been operating Great Store Ranulla for? Ranulla opened in 2008. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 11, 11 and a half years. Yeah, yeah, cool. Had, had you operated places prior to that or was no. that the first? No, I've been involved in the fitness industry yep. since I've moved to Sydney for probably 20 years, over 20 years. Yep. So as a personal trainer, a trainer. I was yeah. um, involved in running the sports complex down there at um, South Cronulla yep. Pool yeah, for yeah. many years with Elite. Yep. And then have now just been running my own. Mm. Um, so I've still been training clients for probably 20 years. Oh, is that right? Okay, yes. you still Yeah, so I run a, my own. I've got about 20, 25 clients on my database, oh, which, right, I, which I train. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, What's so the name of your, your business? Knockout Personal Training. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, so I don't advertise. I just, um, it's just a thing that I've done. I've kept clients for, yep. for that long. Um, and... Yeah, gone through the process of just continually educating myself and mm. doing courses. And then I was working for Thump Boxing, mm. um, which is a, a course run by Fitness Australia, a fit, boxing for fitness course that's done nationally. So I was working for them for about 10 years. Um, and our supplier, of the boxing equipment was super tough, and mm. he was the owner of Renala. Now, oh, so was there previously? Yeah, right. Or no, Ranulla was, I don't know if you know, Cowboys and Angels. Oh, I reckon I've got a vague idea. you got a vague. Yeah. It was round where Ham was. Yep. It was an old brick building. There was a lolly shop on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was a little tiny store tucked away. Yeah, and right. And then there was Frangipania. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice cream. Gelato Great. place. Yeah. Um, well, it was tucked away there, and Jen was working for them on the weekend right. and it was just helping them out and um, Brian always said to me um, I said if you ever want to sell mm. I'm, I'm keen yeah okay I thought with the fitness business they'd have a good right. synergy they'd yeah. bounce off one another and didn't have any experience in retail mm. um, Jen was a rep for Eyeline yep um, so she had knew a bit and um, and she managed Triple Bull Surf Shop for many years yep so uh she came home one day and said, Brian sold the business. And okay. I went, what? Mm. And I rang him and said, hey, and he said, oh, I didn't think you were serious. And then it fell through, yep. the guy who bought it. So then that's it was meant to be. 
Cool. And that's where it was. And yeah, it was very quiet around in that corner because mm. not many people went up there. So we moved it around to where it is and immediately just the foot traffic. Yeah, it's a great yes. spot there yeah. down in the mall in yeah. Cronulla. Right, yep. Yeah, right in the mall. Yeah. Anyone's, anyone's visiting Cronulla, right, right in the middle, basically, mm. middle of the mall. Yeah, so, and that's how it all started. Okay. And, yeah. It's sensational. So right? it's just been a building process of getting out, mm. getting the name out, which we're very proud of. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so you should be. It's a great shop. Yeah, sure. so, and yeah, well, I think Jen and I are having a lot of involvement. Mm. It's your own business, so mm. you're very passionate about it. We're, mm. Yeah, and um, the the relationship we have with our customers is, um, yeah, it's mm. very unique. I yeah. think we've heard that from a number of the people we've interviewed, actually. So, yeah, we'll chat about that a bit, bit mm. later, I guess. Um, you, you recently had uh, Mark Webber in the store promoting his new range of running gear. And what's he like as a as a runner? He was, first of all, he's pretty fit he's still. Good. Yeah, still. Yeah, um, yeah. He's very lean, but he yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, very humble guy as well. Yeah. Um, just yeah, couldn't believe it when we got him. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it was a case of his new apparel we're stocking. Yep. So that was part of the arrangement. Yeah. Um, and Aussie Grits rang me and said. We've got a window before the Melbourne Grand Prix. You've either got him now or you haven't got him. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, out he came and uh, ran with everyone, yep. got the GoPro out, was very proactive with everyone. It was fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and uh, then spoke about how he launched the apparel, um, where it came from, mm. and obviously his book is called Aussie Grit. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, he just uh-huh. saw a market that, yeah, yeah, and it's good gear. It is really good gear. Yep. Yeah, Aussie grit. Aussie right. grit. And so, what, what merchandise does he does he stock? He was big. It started big because he remember he used to do that event in Tasmania. Yeah, remember no. that? It was called the Mark Webber Challenge. Yeah, um, I think adventure race stuff. Adventure race. Yep. Um, and then he got hit by a car. A he four, did. Four wheel drive cleaned him up in the race. Fair enough. Um, and broke his leg. Okay. Uh, when in, I think in the second year of it, ha- of the event happening, so it was canned for a while. Mm. But he's hoping to bring it back. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's succession over five days, I think, and it's pretty grueling. Yeah, bike yeah, riding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so it started mountain biking was the big shorts apparel mm. mm-hmm. nicks. Um, and then I think it just went from there. He sort of thought, well, I'll go off into trail running. Trail, trail running. Yeah. And they signed and were the official apparel sponsor of UTA this year. Yeah. Right. Saw mm. the kit up there. Their yeah. kit. So everything was branded. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Unreal. It's, it's, it's great stuff. That's a great get for the shop. Yeah. Yeah. And does he do a bit of trail running? Is he? He does, yeah. 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 Where, where's he based? He's now. Based in the UK, he's test driving for Porsche. Okay. So tough gig. Eh? Tough gig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah tough gig. Maybe so, you can get that job. Yeah. It's unlikely. You've got to be sober for that, don't you? Is there like an application or something? Yeah. yeah. Sign up. <laughs> it's a pretty good gag for uh, for radio, non-visual medium. But how's his chin compared to the Hadfield chin? Has he got me covered? Or? He's got you covered. Really? Sorry. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. Yes. There's someone... There's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I saw a photo of him and my sister on uh, on Facebook, and yeah, they could have been brother and sister. Yeah, it could yeah. be a relation there. Yeah, yeah, got a bit of Hadfield curse in him, Mark Yeah. <laughs> Can you name drop any other celebrity customers for us? It, it works pretty well on our promos, Sean. <clears throat> Scotty Richmond. <laughs> yes, big friend gun. of the show. Yeah. Big gun, Scotty. Stephen yeah. Redfern. Steve yeah. Redfern, friend of the show. Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. So well, you got... We used to have um, Lee for long. Yeah, Coming yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. He was Shane Watson. Shane was Watson. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty good celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed. Ricky Ponting <laughs> used to come in every now and then. Yeah. Just to look, though. Window shopper. Is yeah. he? Yeah, wouldn't buy anything. Tire kicker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I always thought that about Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a bit of a tire kicker. Yeah. Always in a rush to get a bet on. <laughs> it's on the way to the cab. Oh, that's funny. So, tire kickers, do you, do you get a lot of that? Like, I guess with the advent of online shopping, do you get a heap of people coming in, trying on shoes, then buying it's, online? Like, is that a thing? It's a, it's a minimal thing, but it does happen. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's very hard. Look, it's we're competing with online and mm. yep. big other discount stores, yep. which um, is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, mm. But yeah, you do get. That's the downside of it is you do get the odd yep. customer come in, and you will spend a lot of time with them. Mm-hmm. You'll go through, you know, the assessment, the gate analysis, yep. correct fitting, trying three or four on, and they'll go. Can you write that down for me? Oh, fitting him. Mm. And I sort of go, no. Um, Can you write yeah. that down for and me? Look, we've had a few, which they're minor as well, that come in and I wouldn't have the gall, but after doing it all, say, oh, is this the right shoe for me? Yeah, mm. that's, that's, oh, that's great. I'm going to Hawaii next week. I'll... Oh, they actually tell you what they're doing. And wow. you tell you, you've just got to take a big, deep breath and go... Have a great holiday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah. Be, yeah. The, be the bigger man. Like, yeah, uh, but yeah, that does happen. That's yeah. that's one downside. Yeah, of course. That you can't control, yeah. unfortunately. Um, oh, that's fucking you do. But yeah, as I said, it, it's small mm. okay. compared to, you know, the, yeah. so you the spend, customer base. Don't spend too much time on these tie kickers then, yeah. Get, oh, get you, well, you don't know until door. the end, yeah, so yeah, yeah, right. that's the hard thing. You're waiting for the punchline. Yeah. Mm, the bonus. Mm. So you guys do a bit of running analysis, and I've seen the treadmill in the in We the, do, the yeah. Shop. As I said, having that, uh, working in the fitness industry and just mm. knowing a bit about anatomy and stuff mm. like that and, and just involved in sport as well mm. um, does help. Yep. Just with just a guidance, basically. For sure. Um, as I said, you guys are the professionals at doing that and obviously podiatrists do it as well, but... Um, it's just a matter of trying to get as much information out of that customer mm. when they come in mm. um, to where I go and select the shoes. Yep. Uh, it all comes down to what they're training for, mm. their foot type, yep. their posture, uh, as you would know, um, their injury history. Mm. Um, and then basically there's no brand that I push. Yep. Um, it's all to do with their fit and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically they try four or five on, um, and they always narrow it down to one or two, and it's just a matter of what feels the best. Personal preference. Personal preference. Yeah. Yeah, because we're all different. Mm. We've all got different running gates. We've all got different styles of running. Uh, What suits one mightn't suit the other. For sure. Um, So it's it's 
Yeah. It's just, and it's important. Um, it's, mm. And for us, it's about educating them mm. about the importance of it when they're training for something, you know, like a, a 50 or a, a marathon. Your, your feet are hitting the ground, yeah. you know. A lot. 150 plus, 180 times, times a minute. minute. Yeah, so that's, that's a right. lot of steps. Yeah, bloody um, Over, you know, four hours, five hours, whatever it takes. Mm. Um, and, you know, it, if you're not in that correct shoe, it, yeah. it's just disaster. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting that sort of analysis on Wiggle either. So, you know, there's, no, so there is real value in There that. is that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're thankful series. that there is a lot of people that around that still like that good old fashioned customer service. Well, they're gaining a lot more from it. You only have to buy one dud pair of shoes online to make it yeah. a real false economy of buying an online shoe yes. anyway. So, yeah, I think most people are better off if they don't know what yeah. they're talking about coming straight to you and exactly. jumping on the treadmill. And we do get that a lot. People come in and they've bought it online. Yep. It hasn't, it's been the wrong size. It's yep. been the wrong... Because a lot of shoes now come in widths mm. and they just go, oh, that that's one. that one. Yep. And then don't realise it's a narrow fitting and they've got a wide foot. Yeah doesn't fit and then it's like well you can't send it back yeah that's right so you really spent extra 150 bucks yeah. you, didn't, you didn't need to yeah. try and yeah, yeah, yeah to get something cheaper yeah for sure no i see the value there for sure that's great what, what um what percentage of people you get on the treadmill do you reckon are over pronators what do you what do you tend to see probably 70 percent fair again 60, 60, 70% still, yeah, yeah pronating, really. yeah. Rolling in too much. Yep. That's, yeah. That's really interesting. Mm. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And so, and so you're putting a lot of those people in a pronation support shoe? In then, a support right? shoe, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yep. 60-odd percent. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people with orthotics as well mm-hmm. that come in that have been to podiatrists. There's, I mean, there's studies where pronation is... A good thing, as well. Well, there, yeah, there's a certain so, amount of pronations necessary. So it's necessary. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you've got to look at all that as well. Yeah. Um, so that's why it comes back to that individual, yeah, um, and how it looks, and and it's very hard to sort of gauge to get on a treadmill, run for two minutes, yeah, and then go, oh, yeah, that's the right shoe. Yeah, um, that's why I often say, put the shoe on, wear it at home, wear it around the house for mm. a couple of hours yep. and you generally get that feel of, yeah, yep. and if there's any hesitation, we'll come back and see me and we'll start again yeah, and right. go again. Yeah. That's a great service um, too. Because yeah. it's what I want is for people to come back and go, that was fantastic. That's the one. Um, that's the one yeah. and um, thank you so much and tell me about, you know, they ran their PB, they're injury-free, they love the shoes and, and yep. that's that, at the end of the day, that's what we want yeah. Um, unreal. yeah unreal and do you often see people shift between let's say a neutral shoe and a pronation support shoe like do they you know come and go depending on I don't know time of year how they're travelling as a runner that kind of thing or do they tend to stick with one or the other they tend to stick with one or the other yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm a great believer in if it's working yeah stick with it yeah um, we have you know a customer comes in and says oh look I've heard about this brand mm. Um, I really want to give them a go. And then if I've had a look at their shoe and the wear pattern is perfect, no injuries, and I often say, well, why? Um, And Because we've had a a couple of customers or cases where they've said, no, I want to try it, Mm. and 
straight off the bat, put it on, same thing, ran on the treadmill, it feels fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then gone out the next day and ran 20Ks off the bat in, the, in a different style, like yeah. the pitch is different, um, the heel drop's different, um, and come back and just feet are covered in blisters. Just hated them. And hated them. Mm. And so that's why... Yeah. Small steps, progression. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are changing brands, yeah. and I, we just emphasise that so much. Mm-hmm. So put them in, wear them around the house for two or three hours, go for a two or three kilometre run. And build, then build up to it. Build up to it. Yeah. And then you generally, and if they do that, it's you can adapt. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. It's the same as someone who is comes in and they're, they're in a neutral shoe and they're pronating so much, but they've been running in them for years. Yeah. And you've probably seen it as well that it's just. And you go, oh. Mm. But then when, obviously, straight away, uh, when I put them in a supportive shoe, mm. their feet and their muscles are going to be going, what the hell? Hey, yeah. This is wrong. Yeah. What, what's happening? And then they come back and they go, mate, I hate them. Mm. And mm. I persevere. And, you know, and I always sort of say to customers, if after three months or two months, mm. if you're still having problems, come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, as I said, I'd rather them come back and be happy rather than and then we can swap swap them out and you know we've got a good relationship with our suppliers and if it's, yeah, right. if it's a minimal case like that one or two yeah they'll take the shoes back yeah okay. yeah They're pretty good about that pretty good about that yeah. yeah all right yeah that's good to know actually yeah do you, do you ever look at someone on the treadmill and then just sell them a pair of swimming goggles instead of shoes like say nah not running mate not for you <laughs> you're not made to run no. No? <laughs> haven't, haven't done Do you stock goggles at the shop? We do. Ah, yes. so you could potentially do that. Eyeline. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Good old Jen. Yeah. Could yeah. plug for Jen. Yeah. She's still there? So. No. 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 Yeah. Loyalty to the brand, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah still yeah. loyal to the brand. So you reckon everyone that comes in can, you know, continue running to some capacity then? like? Because um, I tell people not to run from time to time at work. So. Sorry, mate. Not yeah. your cup of tea. I haven't had any actually. No, yeah. it's pretty good in eleven years, I reckon. Mm. Haven't had any, just yeah, yeah. Good. Not to say that they've yeah gone out and. Mm. Can I uh, can I come a bit left field here? Yes. What are, there's you've got two types of humans. Some people that like running on the road. Yes. Less human, and then you've got trail runners, quite normal people. <laughs> <laughs> have you done much research or do you know much about the impact or the stress of road versus trail running? I think I haven't, but it, I to me it's trail running is just that less, to me, less impact. Um, I know going down Kadumba and all that, but for me it's re- the repetitive of road running. Yep. Um, is just that constant um, where your feet are changing different directions, your proprioception's better, your balance is mm. helping with yeah. trail. Yeah. You're always looking down. Um, so for me, trail running is a lot better yeah. for that. Well, your knees, your knees are stuffed and you're trail running? Yes. You're not doing much road running? No. No? And no. is that because you know that there's less stress on your knees? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you think, mate? Well, I read this book once. Is that right? Yeah. You, should, you should be careful which books you read. Yeah, mate. yeah. Very influential. Very influential. But I believe there was some sort of statistic where uh, road running was 
six times more the shock was six times more impact impact than running on a trail mm. grass is the softest surface i believe to run yep. on um as in ground reaction force you mean like, yeah, yeah yeah right yeah so yeah yeah so road versus trail so mm. i remember yeah and sand yeah and then there's sand yeah. um yeah something about the sand i think it was maybe it takes a while to build up your um you know your your muscles adapting to that because you need more flexibility in your Achilles area. Yeah, it's harder to push off. You know, yeah. it requires more strength anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, I think they were sort of saying that if you're gonna start running on sand it is a softer surface but it takes a long time to build up mm. your muscles yep. to adapt to that area and it can lead to injury if you don't do it slowly. Mm. But yeah they were certainly <clears throat> saying grass or trail running much better for your joints. Uh, lower body uh, over time than running on the road. I think what Sean's saying is the variety of movement there makes such a big difference, like using heaps of different muscles and joints in different ways, I guess. So. Yeah, you just can't keep repeating that same no. movement and no, that's right. having weight forcing down, yeah. Is this when you started trail running after you read that book? No, I started trail running when you pulled me aside one day and said you <laughs> want to do Oxfam. <laughs> And then you read the book to work your articles. Yeah, just to make sure I was making the right decision. Yeah, right. And how have you been psychologically since you you came over? Scarred. Scarred? Yeah. I thought you'd be better off. Nah, I'm much much happier. Yeah. Oh, you're much happier now? Yeah, yeah. Come over the dark side. Yeah, good. good. I think we're actually the light side, mate. Yeah. I I just get a bit bored on the road. Yeah. It is a bit. A lot of cars out there, too. Yes. Big things, cars. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so Renault seems to have a lot of support for the local athletes. Um, We've had Steve Redfern and Scotty Richmond singing your praises and and saying you really look after them as as runners. How how many uh, local athletes do you reckon you look after, mate? Probably a lot more than what I think. Yeah. Yeah, as we were talking earlier, it's just how humble these athletes are. Mm. They are athletes. Um, ah, they come in, and Scotty's been coming in for years, mm. and I never knew what he did, how good he was. Yeah, bloody. I don't um, think he knows how good he is. To no. be honest, um, and that's why it's so good to see someone like that, be, you know, get the results that he did this year. Mm. Um, and same as Stephen. Stephen's just, yeah, mind blowing. He's just his uh, wife would be sitting out the front. Mm. on the bench and I'd be like what? and she's like yeah he's running running here running from, they live at where are they the case cut yeah yeah and I'd yeah then he'd turn up and get his new shoes and <laughs> run off take off <laughs> but yeah like a pit stop yes <laughs> yeah um, change the tyres and he's yeah. off yeah. Oh, and he's he's just he's phenomenal he's just he brings his all his shoes in yeah and shows me I got 1400 k's out of these I got 800 out of these I got so he's a that's this month yes unbelievable so uh, yeah and Simone Hayes as well yeah you look up to him yep um, to do what she's done yeah and all these people you just don't hear about their achievements much yeah they are pretty humble humble. people yeah definitely definitely yeah Yeah, so so there's a bunch of them though like you you look after some other athletes we do yeah yeah. Ali as well has been a regular yeah and he's you know he's just Unbelievable what he's done yep. um, on the sand and the road. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yep. yeah. There you go. 
four ex interviewers yeah, and running matters podcast. Yeah, yeah. We should do a deal, Sean. Stu Wallace. Stu Wallace. No, he's been chopped. We should talk to him. Yeah, great fella. Oh well, that's good. What about sporting clubs or um, or teams? Do you, do you sponsor anyone? We do. Yeah. Well, the shop when we started, um, I sort of wanted to. I knew when I moved down to Sydney how big Southern Shire is with all sports like netball hockey touch football it's huge Mm. Um, Oz tag super active so I wanted to just be different to just running specific Um, so I wanted that's why hence the performance footwear Mm. um, not just Ranala running store Um, so we stock a range of sporting Mm. footwear Um, so whatever your sport whether you're running road trail hockey Netball, we've got it all. Um, And, yeah, there is so much to specific sports as well, not just running shoes, Mm -hmm. that, you know, Mm -hmm. to educate people to get them in the right ones. Um, So we've... I've been involved with Southern Power ever since we opened, so for, you know, 10, 10, 11 years, and that's just been growing. Women's... Mm -hmm. Women now AFL's going crazy, isn't it? Oh, crazy. Should talk about it more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a couple of soccer clubs as well. Yep. Uh, Redbacks we were involved with for, Redbacks, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Right Cronulla Carrying Bar. Yep. Uh, league, just through friends that we've met and yep. Um, yep. the kids are playing for the clubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it just came back to same thing. Just a lot of behind the scenes, mm. going to Reggio nights. Yep. Taking boots down, fitting kids there. Yeah. Um, yeah cool. We're all time poor. It's hard to... Not Matt. He's got heaps of time. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we should do a coffee sometime. So, <laughs> so I started, yeah, then saying, going around and approaching clubs and saying, look, I can come to your club on Rego night. Yeah. I'll bring the boots. Um, cool. And I'll sponsor the club and set up a table and yeah. come in, pay for your registration, get your uniform, get your kit fitted and your shoes, and then away you go. All done. Great system. Mm. Mm. I like that. Mm. What about, um, I want to chat about how, how shoe models change. So over the years, like let's say the Asics, Nimbus or the Kayanos, how much do they change? Are they like just changing the colour or are they making significant structural changes year to year? These shoes have been around for 25 years, something like that. You know? Yes. What every, this is across all brands since I've had the shop, yep. every year is a trend yep. of... It's an annual thing. Lighter. Lighter, lighter, This is lighter. lighter. Okay. This is lighter every year. Yep. Um, yeah, and you sort of start to think, well, it's common sense, isn't it? Yeah. The shoe's getting lighter. Mm. There's material getting taken out. There's air particles getting put in. Yep. Is it going to last? Because mm-hmm. the prices are still staying the same or increasing. For less material. And that's what I've found over the past two or three years particularly Mm -hmm. with a lot of brands um, you know when I see a range it's like oh this is 15 grams lighter than it was last year yeah right we've done this we've got a new flight foam we've done this um, we've taken this out Mm. and then uh, but the shoes it's better yeah Um, and so yeah so for me people are coming back I'm finding after three months and going have a look at the bottom of these. So they're busting up quicker. They're busting up quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's been a general trend over. It's the been years. a general t- trend over every brand, I think, because yeah, 
one brand does it. They've just they've all got to compete. Yep. Very very competitive market. So mm-hmm. so that's what I'm finding. Yeah, it's which yeah, which not, is not a good thing. Not a good thing. I don't think. Yeah. No, 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 um, no. Yeah. So. Okay. And so people are coming in a bit pissed off about the lack of wear in them, or that they're not getting the K's out of them. Yeah. Like they used to. Yeah. Yeah, particularly right. in the road versions, yep. uh, particularly in road, okay. I'm finding but it's more road than trail. Um, but and so what? Um, like let's say a standard road shoe. What what did it used to weigh, and what does it weigh now? Typically, like oh, say probably the Kiano, two hundred and forty grams. Like they're fifty grams now, lighter. Right. Yeah. So it used to be two ninety, now they're two forty. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a, yeah. Significant difference, yeah. I guess. And they're trying, and each year I'm finding they're just trying to get that edge. And yeah. oh, this is lighter than last year, and they think that's a big selling point. Yeah. Where to me, it's yeah, it's well for a training shoe. Like, yeah, does it matter that much? No, you're probably better off with a heavier shoe. Yeah, because I it, mean they've come a long way. They used to be bricks. There used to be some shoes that were like bricks that we had on the shelf. Yeah. Um, that you'd be like, oh. Yeah. Um, you're not always racing in them, you know. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. If exactly. you're training with a slightly heavier shoe and then racing a lighter shoe, surely that's exactly. a bit better option. Like, yeah. You don't want your... And Keanu's not a racing shoe, necessarily. No. no. You, just, you want the support, don't you? You need, need that support. Yeah. You want it to bloody last for a while. And exactly. That and that as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I'm, that's the trend I'm seeing over... Yeah, okay. ...across a lot of brands, yeah. yeah. So they're changing the colours and then taking a few pieces out. Mm. That's what they do with you. <laughs> well, I guess the... Uh, the end point of this game is they end up running in slides. Yeah, slippers. They'd be light, wouldn't they? Flip flops. Flip flops. Very mm. light. Phil, do you um, do you ever listen to a question? I do. From Phil, he goes, "Do you stock running slides?" <laughs> Phil Barnave. <clears throat> we stock offers. Offers. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're probably not a running, a recovery slide, but yeah. you yeah. could run in them though. You could try. Yeah. Mm. Well, Phil, he does. Phil so. could. Yeah. yeah. What brand of his? He buys like these, what do you say, $5 things from the oh. Chinese $2 shop. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And that's what he runs marathons and such in. Mm. And he's running sub three marathons regularly. Mm. For five bucks. Yeah. How do they last? Slip flops. I think Does he buys about 20 of them at 20? a time. Yeah. 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 Does he interchange throughout the race? I don't think so. Yeah. No. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, <laughs> what did he? He ran twenty five k's to the marathon, ran the marathon, and then ran a few more k's to get to the train station. So he's running a fair bit in one pair of slides. Mm. Wow. Maybe you should tell him about the oofs. Maybe you go two forty five. Mm. Does he get a lot of injuries? I don't think so. No, no. no. He's fifty. He's on the wrong side of fifty. He's fifty two or something now. Is that the wrong side of 50? I believe so. So we just adapted. We've alienated almost yeah. half of our listeners by saying so. You old people, you'll forgive me. <laughs> so he's really just adapted. Apparently. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a strong dude. Yeah, you? yeah. You'd probably run in bare feet if he, if he really wanted to. But Well, he, yeah. well the, he doesn't have a car, so all his transport is on foot. So he knocks out 200 k's a week. Yeah. yeah. In, so. in slides in slides, in slides. Yeah. I think we should get him a sponsorship with is it Oof did you say Oofers Oofers yeah. yeah they sound comfortable I just mm. like the name so Oof. Oof. that's where it came apparently when you put your foot in you go Oof <laughs> is that right <laughs> yes yeah apparently yeah right. that's yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> getting some. I'm getting something that's really cool now this might be one of those questions like 
how long is a piece of string then? But how long should you get out of a pair of shoes, do you reckon? Like, how many Ks, I should say? You should be getting seven to 800 Ks. Okay, seven yeah. to 800. Have you, have you ever had a look at how many Ks you get out of yours, Wolfie? No, I don't. Um, I did for a while, yeah. and, um, and then I just gave up. Yeah. yeah, and were you getting seven, eight hundred k's out of them? Or? Um, I think I was aiming for about a thousand. I think I was aiming for yeah. thousand k's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Have you sort of clocked those numbers and worked it out with your own? So yeah, or? normally around that seven, yeah. eight hundred. Yeah, it depends. It all depends on the person's weight. Yeah. Their running style. Yeah. Where they're running, whether they're doing, you know, a lot of hills, lots of downhills and stuff. And, um, yeah. So it all comes back to that, yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but you should, if you're doing flat four times a week, you should be getting seven, eight hundred. Eight hundred, yeah. Wouldn't take you long to get seven hundred k's, mate. I think so. It's a lot of shoes. Mm. Tick them over. How big's your uh, your straight lawn mowing shoe collection now? You got a few in that bucket. <laughs> I've got a whole got a whole cupboard of lawn mowing shoes. What about you? You must have a bucket load of lawn mowing shoes now. I've, yeah. Yeah. I've stopped. <laughs> Stop keeping them. freebies. Yeah, stopped asking for freebies. Yeah, that's good. You got a, got a few people trying to court your business and yes. bring in some free shoes. Yeah, that's great. That's great. We'll talk later. <laughs> what size are you? I think I'm I'm, I'm a standard ten. What yeah. are you? Wolf? I'm a nine. Sample yeah. size. Sample yeah, size. So yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Now, mate, most most plumbers have got some dodgy pipes at home. My wife, being the wife of a chiropractor, has a fairly suspect lower back. Tell me you secretly get around in a frayed pair of volleys at home. She does. No, do you? Do I? Yeah. No. No? No. It's disappointing. No. Do you have a favourite brand that you... Or can, can you say? That, or do you... They're all good. As I said, for me, I was wearing hockers. Yeah. I've, worn, I've tried as well Salomon. Yeah. Um... With the UTA, so the last time was hockers due to just the cushioning, mm. the downhill with mm. my knee. Um, so obviously the shoe absorbs a lot of impact, um, and yeah, you've they're very popular. They've become yeah a very popular shoe. It's so I'd like to do a shoe count mm. at the UTA. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Be interesting. Yeah, I saw a lot of hockers out there. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty. More and more, I reckon, each year. Yeah. 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 But I used to wear a structured ASICS um, GT2000, mm-hmm. 2140s, 30s, whatever they're called when they were back then. Yeah. yeah. And now, um, yeah, it's, it's it's our most popular shoe. Yeah, so the Hawkers... The GT2000 oh, GT. GT yeah, and your Brooks Adrenaline. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. sort of like the go-to shoe yeah. because um, you can go... Basically, whether you're neutral or pronate, mm. um, you can go in that shoe. It's a stable shoe for the gym, bit of boxing. And Mid- middle of the road between and neutral a, and stable. Yep, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a great um, running shoe as well. Okay. So that's where our volume sort of yep. is. It's, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, it's good to know. What's the um, what's the model that came after the Instinct? I used to wear the Hocker Instinct, and then they brought out the... Torrent. Torrent. Yep. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yep. Yeah. 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 Do you think it was a good idea for Hocker to move away from, like, the clown shoes that they used to make? 
those big bloody Bondi white things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I remember when they first came into the shop. Yeah. And I went, nah. You didn't I'm, sell them? No way. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not selling those. That's ridiculous. Was it because the guy had a red nose and was juggling <laughs> as he yeah, was yeah. on his way in? And, yeah. <laughs> he gave you a cheeseburger? Yep. Don't want to buy shoes from you, clown. And, yeah, I mean, to look at where they've come, it's yeah. pretty phenomenal. You yeah. either, it's a shoe you either love or you hate. Hmm. And that's what we've found. It's got a place. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely got a place. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it's it's crazy the numbers of, of that shoe that, yeah, we're doing. Because the shoe doesn't flex through the forefoot a lot. Yeah. So... It's not fixing it, but mm. it's not aggregating plantar fasciitis. Yep. Yeah. So it's got that rocker action. Mm. So people can still run, yep. train, and then it's not flaring up. Um, it's all obviously light as well. Mm. It's absorbing a lot of impact. So a couple of knee surgeons and back surgeons mm. are referring straight to that shoe for when they're walking yeah. clients are getting back to walking because yep. it's got that assist the rocker action That's and it's right. just absorbing a lot of impact yeah. um so bunions mm. um frozen toe yeah i said it's not aggravating those joints yeah they're not needing to bend the toes it's not letting and... it bend so yeah. yeah it's it's got its purpose we are finding mm. a lot of triathletes as well now are buying the shoe mm. when they're doing a lot of volume yeah uh, off the bike, yeah. so they're putting. They might. Not, they might race in, you know, flatter whatever. They're, yeah. they're flatter shoe yeah. on race day, but while they're doing the volume, yeah. getting off the bike, the feedback's been that I can still knock out forty k's, mm. and I'm waking up the next day and I'm not sore because yeah. it's just absorbing that that mm. impact. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's got it's got its purpose there. Um, mm. That um, <laughs> that torrent feels the closest. To me, like a normal running shoe. Yes, it's it's the lowest trail shoe built to the ground. Yeah, yeah. in the Hocker range, the Torrent. Yeah. yeah, that's what Scotty wears. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd recommend if someone was coming over that hadn't worn Hockers before, yes. that would be a good place to start. Yeah. And if they were <clears throat> running a fair few trails yeah. as opposed to road running. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If they want that, that still like that feel of that low to the ground and like to feel what's underneath them, mm. that's your shoe, yeah. I'm actually getting a lot of patients with arthritic feet wearing the hockers, um, so they're probably pretty good for you, I'd say, woofy, mm. yeah, getting old and whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, quite seriously, I have a lot of patients that love them. Yeah, yeah. you've got toes that can't move particularly well, they, they, they get a lot out of yeah. them, just as a walking shoe. Yeah. The last is very wide mm. as well, so for, the, for balance. Yep. Um, people have got balance issues, so the, the shoe. Yeah, I know, yeah. Go back and that, that clown sort of. No, shoe there is, but it does. Yeah, originally they were. They're not. Oh, they're terrible, weren't they? Yeah. Some oh. of the early challenger, was it the mm. challengers. Yeah, yeah some of them, and they were really hard to, to run trails. In. Yeah, and that was the argument. They're very high off the ground, mm. and people were saying, "Mate, your your ankle's just gonna." Have, go you, over. have you seen that? Have you seen any people come and complain about that particular no, thing? Never? I haven't. There's but probably a, a very minor couple, but yeah. no, so I haven't. I've had... never really seen it either. So that was no. that was a concern, but I don't think it actually happened. No, yeah, I've yeah. never, and that's what was told. But yeah. they, they were very high off the ground, that a lot of people would be going over on their ankle. But yeah, mate, when you look at you know the top ten UTA hundred finishes, fifty finishes, like I'd say five, six of them. Bunch of them, yeah. Have all got 
we're all wearing the brand. Yeah. Um, so it, it's for sure they've certainly got the right people in them. Mm. On, on the other side of that coin, like ten years ago, you know, Chris McDougall brought out the Born to Run book. Every runner in the world read the thing, went out and bought themselves a pair of Vibram five finger shoes. Did you guys sell a heap of that sort of style of we shoe back in the day? Many of those. Yeah. Yeah, I sold. <clears throat> I agreed not to sell it as a running shoe. Okay. Um, so specifically told people it wasn't a running shoe yeah, when they came in? We yeah. sold. I was selling it for a lot of surfers okay. were buying it when they were going over um, walking across reefs. Mm. I sold it to a lot of paddle boarders yeah. and a lot of people doing the sand dunes. Yeah, what about, what about people just walking in that have just read the book and go? Yeah, look, we did sell a few and they would come back and there was we sold a lot to the defence mm. um, that the guys were buying it and these were 90 to 100k G guys. Yeah, right. So they were doing a pack march in them mm. and then we had the PT instructor ring me and say, don't you ever sell any yeah. of these to any of the guys. They were, he rang you specifically? Yeah, rang right. the shop and said, do not sell any of these. Okay. They've all got Achilles problems. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so do you still get people coming in and saying, I want to do barefoot running, I've just read the book? No. No? No. It's it's gone. That, the that phase, phase gone. sort of came and went yeah. and... And everyone uh, got injured and... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, physios. Yeah. yeah. Like yourself, did you see a lot? It's almost Come as good in. as uh, overage soccer, I reckon, <laughs> barefoot running. It's fantastic. Just waiting for someone to write another book about it. I mean, <laughs> it's the same, but you I'll read write. the book. It's that adaptation phase. Guys were going out and going from nut to nut and mm-hmm. just trying to run 10Ks in them. And yeah. Instead of try- staying on the grass, staying on the track, mm-hmm. getting your your technique's got to change. Your strength, mm-hmm. you know, for one. Like it's gotta, you've got to exactly. get stronger. Yeah. Um, so we, we sold quite a lot. You know, I sort of sold it as um, a safety shoe, like if they're sharp objects mm-hmm. out of the sand hills, yep. put them on and mm. they're going to keep your feet warm as well in winter. Yeah. So, yeah, but I wouldn't sell it. I said to the guy, I'm not selling it as a running, okay. That's running good. shoe. We still get asked for it every now and then. We don't stop them. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's impressive, I reckon. You, you, you foresaw the injuries there and... Uh... Yeah. yeah, oh, well, it's just common sense. Yeah, oh, bloody hell. But people were uh, um, going against common sense. Yes. Thinking that, oh, this is going to make me a And we did see, and, and it's funny, we did see then, I think Adidas um, got sued by Vibra because they brought out a, a carbon copy. Right. Um, so then they were all bringing out, uh, I think New Balance has still got a Minimus. Minimus stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. Minimus shoe, um, which is, you know, zero. Yeah, I've worn them, yeah. Yep, uh, yeah. which we sold a lot of them yeah. too, though, you know, um, and a couple of other brands. The only brands that didn't were Hocker and Brooks, I think, that mm-hmm. didn't bring out a min- minimalistic shoe, yeah. Okay. And did Vibram end up getting sued for, for injuring squillions of people or did they get away with it? I don't think so, yeah. no. Okay. So. I mean, because they were running educational courses. Ah, okay. Um, they were running, I, I know, they, they still were, um, I still see it pop up every now and then where mm. they're, they're doing barefoot running courses. So it's a two-day right. course okay. about technique. Yep. So you, you're sort of covering themselves There's in a way. some responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And the guy I knew that brought them out here, like he has, he's the same as a thong guy. He hasn't worn a pair of shoes for 20 years. So mm. his body's adapted yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, 
So it's yeah, it worked work for him. Yeah, 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 right. Oh, but I did hear the stress fractures that he had down the track from someone. Yes, fair him. Yeah. Oh, that's not a great endorsement, is it? No, I won't be buying them anyway. Mate, you've uh, last few years you've done some of the mandatory gear checking for Ultra Trail Australia. What are some of the things people try to get away with, like their baby sister's thermals? Children's safety vest from Bunnings, are they trying to take the piss a bit when they come in? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, yeah, I've seen some come in just with a, like an Adidas tracksuit. And I'm For like, their thermals. Yes. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I can't. No. Sorry. You can't, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny, we, we do it and, yeah, I... It's good because you. It's good to hear the stories after it, mm. and you know, I said that relationship with the customer, and when they come in and get chatting, and but some people, I think, man, you, like they've gone from nothing to doing the hundred, and I go, wow, yep. do you really know what you're getting yourself in for? Mm. I think I had I had a guy a couple of years ago come in, and he had a backpack that was like a school backpack, and it weighed, I reckon eight kilos with nothing with in nothing it. In it. <laughs> and Perfect. you should have seen like the rubbing on here and I'm like and he'd been training and he said, Oh look I'm you know and I said Who's gonna who's your crew? Hmm. And he said, What's that? What do you mean? And I went, mate, well when you come into a checkpoint you you need someone there and his wife was with him and he just looked at her and she said, oh, I guess it's me And I went, Wow. Um Fair dinner. So um, under, underprepared. Yeah. There's no idea. No then, idea what they get themselves. No. Well, he went and then he came back and he watched a video with Lucy Bartholomew packing oh, and okay. he came back and then he, he bought up. He bought a whole bunch he of kit. Um, <laughs> and then it's good because then I, I grab their names and I write them, I do a list and, write, and I follow them. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. good just to see. And he, he finished. He did about 22 hours. He got through it. But he got through it. I thought, no way. Yeah. There's no way. Mm. Yeah. But... It's so an amazing race. That the, that, yes, you just go, yeah. And there's others that, yeah. Um, I had a mate of mine do the, and he said, oh, I've done a road marathon before. and mm. Chalk and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone down and done Sublime Point a few times, and I just, and then I was, yeah, 42Ks, that was it. Mm. He didn't get to the next checkpoint. And, yeah, okay, pulled out yeah. after the marathon. Pulled out, yeah. Forgot it was 100Ks. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so, but no, it's it's interesting. Yeah, mm. you get some interesting people come in and yeah, yeah, and, and be, just go and give it a go, which is great. What do you what do you reckon about that though? Like, there's no qualification process involved in that race. That you know you could conceivably come from the couch to 100 k's if you wanted to spend your your 400 bucks on the race. Yeah, do you think that's responsible service of trail running? I don't think it is. Yeah. I think there should be, if it was me, you've got to do the 22. Or yeah. The, or something. Something. Yeah. I agree. I, I yeah. Can't imagine how you could possibly get away with uh, yeah, allowing people to sign up for 100k. I don't, it's interesting, I don't know the injury. Yeah, I don't know the stats you, either. You don't hear, hear about no. that because I did hear last year of someone falling down and breaking their leg. Yeah, they had, uh, they had a pretty serious leg break this year too. Oh, did they? Yeah. It took them, a lady fell down, um, 
not cl- not close to Ferber stairs or something mm. back uh, last year, and it took them like six hours to get her out. Yeah, yeah, fell about thirty meters. Okay, down off yeah. the off the yeah. yeah, yeah, that a similar incident this year, I think too. Yeah, so, yeah, which I mean, it can happen regardless of your experience, obviously, yeah. but. Yeah, I just would have thought there'd be some sort of uh, issue insurance-wise with letting anyone mm. sign up for the thing, you know. It's, yeah. Anyway. That's why we had qualifiers for the Royal Double Ultra. Well, that's right. Yes. You're not letting any old person in. No, no. You, yeah. you, you'd want to have done a minimum of a marathon before signing up, which means hmm. you run a marathon, you should be able to finish 50Ks. Yeah, yeah. And well, I thought that was, is that... The requ- I thought you had to put down you'd think you'd at least done a marathon. I don't know. I haven't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I think as far as um, your seeding for which start group you're, you're okay. in, you do need to, you do to need put something to put in. Time. But I don't think as far as entering, you could okay. start in the last start group and yep. I think be a complete newbie. Um, yeah, I don't know how their insurers feel about that, but it sounds dangerous to me. Anyway, that's just my rant, I guess. Yeah, well, it's a it's a a race that's just grown, hasn't it? It's massive. We were talking before, trail running massive. has added a new dimension to to run, to my business. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous how how it's grown. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's so much more kit, you know. Like when you think about road running, you just yes. put your shoes on, you got your shirt and singlet or shirt, yep. your cap or whatever, and off you go. Uh, whereas trail running, you know, you've got all your mandatory gear, you yep. know, you need your headlamps and your thermals and everything else to get you warm. Yeah. But then the nutrition comes into it as well because you're doing such long races. Such longer races, yeah. you know. Yes. I'm, I'm assuming that you provide that extra nutrition and yep. tailwind and things like that. Yeah. And um, and packs and, and and so yeah, there's just so much more to it, isn't it? Mm. Trail running. Good for business, trail running. Yeah. It is good for business. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 What do you reckon the percentages are, like, of the people you get in? As far as running, anyway, like, you see, like, obviously, there's a high percentage of trail runners now. What, what do you reckon you're talking about? I'm seeing the shift now to, I reckon, 60-40 trail. Fair to you. Yep. Wow. There is that many, you know, the Alpine Ascent. There's yeah. There's that many, you know, Wingello. Much more races. Much there. more, many, many races, yeah. yeah. Um, we... I remember when I did the first Sydney Trail Series oh, four years ago, when it, before the fire came through, there used to be three. A Kernel. Three out of Kernel. Yep. And like there was the, like 100 people. Mm. Like two years later, there was like 600. Yeah, okay. Um, and the same as the UTA, the, the 22, the first year, yep. there was 700. Mm. Second year, there was 1,500. Yeah. And then... At 2,100 this year. Yeah. 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 Yeah, big. We stayed till the end. Where'd you finish? Me? Yeah. Uh, 40 something. It's pretty good. Mm, yeah. Top 50. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's a big yeah. Dominated, yeah. Dominated. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I was waiting you to finish behind Stephen Redfern, actually. Mate, I was a long him? way behind Stephen Redfern. I beat him down in the river, though. Did so you? that was good. The downhill. It's his strength. He said to me. That wasn't the right no. strategy. Yeah, no. yeah apparently. And he's good at going out too fast. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he said that. He said I just pick people off. Yeah, he as picked I was me coming off. up. Pick yeah. me off real quick. Yeah, yeah. So I beat him down to the river, and then he put twenty minutes into me between then and the finish line. So the guy can climb, <laughs> or I can't climb as well. Anyway, anyway, how many people do you get coming in to the shop 
with like super running nerd chat. Like I need to need you to put me in a shoe that has a four mil drop and like a three inch toe box or something like that. Do people come in knowing their stuff? Yeah, we yeah. get that. Yeah, some people. Yeah, you talking about hammer? Not specifically. Oh, okay. <laughs> What what I think of him? Sorry. Do you know what a toe box is? You reckon? Yeah, I think he's I think he's across everything that's shoe nerdy. <laughs> but we do we do get people come in and ask for specific things. Okay. Sometimes I've got it. Yeah. Sometimes I haven't. So and, you know, it's just asking them why do you want that? Yeah. Have you tried this? And yeah, some people are set in their ways, mm. and you can't change them. Okay. So someone so, will have a specific like heel drop that they will only run. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. That's so interesting, I reckon. There's a yeah. deep-rooted psychology there. Mm. It's got nothing yeah. to do with running. And it's interesting doing the gear checks like you. I've, there's one guy that's – he wears the Nimbus. And he was doing, I think, his ninth 100. Mm. Um, he'd done, you know, right back when it was the North Face. And that's what he wears. It worked. Yep. Mm. So a road shoe for that's the trail it. running. He said, if it's raining, I've just got to be careful. Yeah, okay. You know, I've just got to watch my footing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, on certain things, but mm. I did my first one, it worked, and I'm not changing. Yeah. You've so that's broke. Good. Yeah. There so, you go. Uh, do, you yeah. Reckon, do you reckon there's much to, like, the trail shoe versus the road shoe? Do you reckon there's... A lot of trail shoes are neutral. Yep. So I think ASICs are the only ones that do a structured... Trail shoe. Trail shoe. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, for someone who does pronate, a lot of them have rock guards in them, mm. so they see that as their structure, yep. structured shoe. Yep. Um, and I think it's just because they want it to flex. Yeah, you've got to be able to move. You've got to be able to move in it. Yep. So that's why um, yep. a lot of them are neutral. People yep. often ask why, you know. So, and that that's that's the reason that the shoe yeah. has to flex and move as you're going down steps, as you're hitting rocks. Mm. Would, um, would you recommend if somebody's buying a trail shoe that they had a rock guard in it? Is there is there added value in that? Uh, a lot of them are already made with it. Yep. Yeah, I but suppose it comes down to, yeah, it's just a bit of protection. Mm. Yep. If you don't want, um, you never when you're running at night, um, particularly doing a, and you're you're hitting a sharp rock, you don't want to be, yeah, mm. feeling it. No, even it's normal trail running, like on the fire trails, you're yeah. still running on jagged stuff a bit. Yeah, 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 nothing worse. Yeah. Do you run in road shoes on the trail? I've, yeah, so I haven't um, look, had some trail. I've had some trail shoes, mm. but I'm mainly and at the moment I'm just sort of rolling through road shoes. Yeah. Um, so I don't have anything with a rock guard, mm. and you do run over some sharp rocks. Do you there. notice it though? Like you. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, not often, but maybe once a week you tread on something sharp, and you just go, "Well, it would be nice to avoid that." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not killing you. You're nah. good. No. Nah. Nah. If it ain't broke, mate. Well, you, those guys kicked around in the 80s in Dunlop volleys. Yeah. They yeah. got through, didn't oh. they? They did. And people often ask, yeah, why should I get a trail shoe? Mm. And I often say, well, it's if you're happy with your road shoes, mm. then it is going to be fire trail, like, you know, the, the 22, mm. most of it. Yeah. And it's, you know, through its single, it's not really aggressive. It's not that technical. And technical trail, so no. stick with it. I mean, yeah, you run the risk when it, if it is pouring. Yeah, that's the only thing. So from a safety aspect, you want a bit of grip. Yeah, but you've just got to be mindful. Yeah, break the big studs out if it's wet out there. Yeah, you know? oh yeah. 
Like Adapto canaries. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're um, you're talking. You were talking about uh, planning to run UTA fifty next year. Is that uh, you got any other goal races that you're planning on are, doing? Are you going back? It's hush hush. Yeah. Okay, we won't tell anyone yeah. there. I was <laughs> actually. I wasn't talking. To you. I was talking to Hattie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually doing the um, Barrel Classic as well. Oh, all right. Eh? Mm. Yeah, the 90k right. bike ride. Down oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this. I've got a yeah. patient who does that one. Mm. They've got a couple of different distances too. They have. They've yeah. got a 90, 120, and 170. A couple think. of pretty reasonable hills. Yes. So I am putting that into my training plan yeah. um, and doing a lot of bike riding yeah. to keep off Give the load off the knees. Yeah, and, get a balance. And um, doing a lot of cross training, swimming, and yeah, yeah, stuff, and then uh, we'll just play it by year. Yeah. Yeah. See how I think I can do it. Bloody yeah. earth. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So That's cool. I don't want to actually um, break myself or end up with a new replacement, but no. if I pl- train smart, as they say, yeah. I'm hoping to uh, yeah, cross that line. You heard it here first. Yeah. Mm. Exclusive. With my wife. She's going to run through? She's running, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah she she was. Um, I got a email through confirming the accommodation for twenty twenty, and I said, well, "She's already it? booked it." She'd already booked it. And I said, "What? Are you? She said, I'm going back." Well, you're going to be up there. You may as well have a run. Well, yeah. yeah. And Jen, I shouldn't say this, but she turns the big fifty. Really, fifty mm. k is for fifty. Fifty. So she's. Yeah, That's perfect. We should, have, we should have a chat with Jen. We should bring it. We should do a podcast with her. She sounds like a hard ass. She's she's busy tonight. I already asked her. Mm. Yeah, I should. Yeah, she's kids. Yeah, yeah. Martial arts. Uh, another time. Yeah, another time. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah. All right, that's exciting. You're going to go up, Wolf. You're going to run next year. Next year. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. No commitment at all. Oh no. Oh, I'm just going to tell Beck over the podcast that I'm going to do the 100k next year. Yeah. You think she'll appreciate that? <laughs> you going back? Yeah, to do the hundred. Oh, I just decided. I just yeah. decided now. <laughs> it's too good. I had too much FOMO watching the finish line last. It's it's last a race time. that just yeah, mm. the atmosphere is yeah, it's like you're in another country. Isn't yeah, it? it's it's for a yeah, race. It's something about it spectacular. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just as we're talking about trail running, just the the people you meet, yeah, the camaraderie. They're just the it's a good community. The yeah. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No ego, I don't reckon. No. In trail running. There's probably three egos, egos out there, I reckon. Yeah, it's, there's not many. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but... No. It's got to be three. Yeah, there's not many. <laughs> ah, funny. What's, uh, mate, what's your take on the recent wave of carbon plate shoes, like the Nike 4%ers and the Hawkers that um, Jim Wormsley just used to break the world 50-mile record? Do you reckon there's... A real advantage in the shoes, or do you think the magic of placebo might be a play there? I think marketing. Yeah, they've got the right people in them. Mm. Yeah, right. So it's going to do well. Those runners are going to do well in any shoe sort of stuff. You know, exactly. Like people. Yeah, I mean, you've got. Who's the Kenyan? Kipchoge. Kipchoge. Yeah. Sometimes come in and people ask, "Oh, what shoot is he?" And I'm like, "But he could run in rubber thongs as mm. well, and mm. probably do a two-hour marathon." Yeah. So it's that, yeah. 
people a perception of mm. will it make me run faster? Four percent, they reckon. Mm. What do you think? <laughs> Science. Yeah, we need it. We need a, we need a crickets if thing. If I'm, if I'm ninety, <laughs> if I'm ninety-five kilos, yeah, right, and I'm running a marathon, yeah, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. Yeah, how much would he weigh? Oh, he'd be fifty-five, I reckon. Yeah, be ridiculously light. Yeah. So uh, my theory is with with these shoes and every every brand of shoes seems to be getting into the carbon plate technology yeah. just to follow the. Follow I don't the know herd. about because the the new Hocker that's been released yep. is only available online. Okay. So I can't get it. But it's still car- carbon plate. It's carbon technology plate. Yeah, sort of technology, stuff. Technology. Yeah. Yeah. But and I think every every line of shoes is going to have one. Yes. I reckon they seem to all follow suit. Yeah. It's just, yeah. The same thing as with the minimalist issue because yes. you've essentially got to get your foot over the top of the carbon plate using your own strength. So yeah. unless you've got the strength to do that, it's probably going to cause some Achilles and calf yeah. issues there. You know, It's just transferring the load to another area of your body yes. in the same way that the minimalist shoes mm. did. So... Yeah, I reckon um, Guy Merrillard Health might just start rubbing their hands together and just yeah, wait for the Achilles injuries. Stu Rennie called you recently? I saw Stu today. Good. good. Not for his Achilles, he's doing well. Yeah, that's Yeah, good. he's doing well. Yeah, he's a big fan of the 4%. He's got a little bit of a thumb injury from Tinder, yeah. but apart from that, <laughs> he's uh, he's doing quite well. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, saying they're a shoe you either love or you. You're either going to love or you hate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Stewie's got about 10 pairs of the 4%. Yes, yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny when you started talking about that, I just thought of Stewie straight away and coincidentally he's got a bit of a... But I reckon there might be a bit of placebo there. Like if you think you're going to run 4% faster, you probably will, you know? Yep. That's my take anyway. Mm. New, as soon as you get a new pair of shoes, you feel faster, don't you? Yes. Yeah. doesn't matter. Something, yeah. something about a new pair of shoes arriving, you yep. suddenly feel fitter and faster. It's because they get lighter every year, mate. That's could be exactly. it. Yeah. 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 That could be it. You run to the post box so much quicker. Yep. Hey, speaking of the, the hawkers, do you use the name Hocker One One? Is that what the brand's called? I thought it was One One. Yeah. So I heard a guy in the States yes. call it One One. In the States, they call it Hocker One One. Yeah, right. And I went... What's that about? I, yeah, I'm not. I haven't been given an answer yet. Do you, Is it a Japanese brand or? No, it was a French downhill skier. Yeah, right. That's where it originated from. I think. Yeah, could be wrong, but it was. Yeah, a downhill skier said, "Well, if I'm skiing downhill, I want to be able to run." Yep. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where the shoe originally came from. Yeah. A lot of people think, well, it's hocker. It sounds like a New Zealand. I thought it sounded like Hawaiian. Time maybe. to fly. Yeah. 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 Um, mm. Hocker but then Rona, obviously yeah. a, an American company bought it out mm. and it's... Mm. Do you just flat refuse to, to use the extra bit on the end of hocker? Do you, you not call them hocker one no, ones no. ever? Refuse. Yeah. Good. Good. That's rubbish. Good stance. Yeah, I reckon too. <laughs> One's enough. One is enough. Mate, I noticed in the shop you are uh, actually on the website for Ranala, you sell lawn bowl shoes. Do you still yes, sell lawn bowl shoes? We do. Tell me what makes a top of the range lawn bowl shoe? The sole. Yeah. <laughs> and are they getting lighter every year? Lawn bowl shoes aren't. Okay. That's one shoe that hasn't changed. 
Can you imagine yeah. the uproar from the old ducks about yeah. the change? Yeah. Well, it was the official shoe of the Olympic Games or Commonwealth Commonwealth Games. They all yeah. wore them for all the walkout. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, and, what, what, um, what brand makes a makes a lawn bowl shoe? Oh, there's only there's a couple, but Asics is the only one. Okay. There's another cheaper brand. Yeah. Right. But you are still Asics flat. But yeah. it's funny because these woofers that I've sell because they've got a flat sole they've been approved by Bowls Australia Fair. so guys have been coming in buying these thongs and, and wearing them as bowl, bowling as in them bowling. in the yeah. white white outfit and the oofers and, and the black oofers oh. yeah they're black they only come in yeah Jesus that's a bit uh, controversial, controversial. Cool. yeah oofers yeah. have to look at making a white model eh? yeah can you imagine the old ladies in the club looking at some bare feet in oofers disgusting yeah. It's a shame they can't get into the club after they bowl. <laughs> you just stay on the ground. That's right, not in those shoes, mate. No, no thongs in the club. But they're called the rings, Rink Scorcher. The Rink Scorcher. Ring Scorcher. Ring Scorcher. Yes. Bowling Ring Scorcher. And the women to the hot kitty. Is that right? I don't know. Who how, who comes up with that? That's it's taking a bowl the shoes. Shoes. Yeah. 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 Hot kitty and Rink Scorcher. The hot kitty. I think you've got to get a hands on a pair of them. <laughs> we should... Um, we should get someone to run like a certain race in, in the hot in the hot kitty scorcher and just see what oh, they can bang the, out. The wet, that'd be lethal. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be a road race. Yes. Yeah. Um, good on the D floor though, I reckon. Yeah. Crack the yeah. dance floor. Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, I, I also noticed you guys sell um, a, a Crampies product now. I just saw that recently. Crampfix. Crampfix, is it? Yes. We've been talking about pickle juice for the last couple of weeks on the podcast. Yes. What's this cramp fix made of? Is it the it, same sort of gear? It tastes very like, similar. Like a gherkin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Have yep. you been getting some good feedback of people? Apparently it works. Yeah? Okay. It works. Yeah. Flying out the door? Yeah. Cramp fix? It's, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. And what is it? Like in a little satchel or something like that? Or it's how just does it in, come? A, in a satchel. Okay. Yeah, like your gels. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a heaps better idea. But, yeah, the smell of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I thought, well, it's, it's taking yeah. just that mind straight away. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're um, not thinking about your cramp anymore. Exactly, yeah. 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 So, yeah. I don't know if you listened to the uh, last couple, we did one with Michelle Bruce, a podcast yeah. a couple of weeks ago, talking about it. Insane mate of ours, Judge Stewart, just down like 200 mils of the stuff because he thought it tasted good. There's something oh. very, very wrong with that man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Didn't help his cramping at all because he wasn't cramping. He just like the taste. Yeah, look, I've, I haven't used it in a... Because we've only just got it in, but a lot of people that... It must have been... They must have been at the UTA. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people said it got them through. Yeah, they used it to good effect. Yep. There you go. And it worked and it got them okay. yeah, home. Unreal. It's their saviour. I'm all for it, I reckon. I'm going to bring a bag of them down to Surf Coast Century. Please don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling some cramping coming on already. Please don't. Just going to get, out the, get out the gates at four-minute cape pace and get the cramp fix into me early. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it take off at the start. <laughs> uh, mate, I've got, I've got a listener question, actually, from a friend of the show, Chris Dixon. So I've long been searching for the ultimate running shoe. I feel like this holy grail of shoes will be the answer to me fulfilling my obvious athletic potential. Do you think this shoe is out there or should I give up on my quest and try some training instead? 
there's a shoe for everyone out there. <laughs> yeah. He's been... Tell so, him to come in and see me. I, I reckon yeah. he probably has been in and seen you. He's oh, been, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon he's been scaring the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of those. One of those. Yeah. He'll find it one day. Yeah. What's he... He doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> he doesn't know what he wants at all, but he reckons he's going to find it at the bottom of a shoe. He's uh, <laughs> he's actually my brother-in-law, Chris Dickow. Great guy. Done the 100K a couple of times. Okay. Pretty, pretty reasonable time. What do you, run, what do, you do that in? Uh, I'm going to bugger it up, but I reckon 17 hours. But what yeah. shoes did he wear? Oh, he's like the Imelda Marcos of trail running, mate. Like he's got, he'd have 45 pairs of okay. trail running shoes. So I couldn't tell you exactly what he wore, mm-hmm. but he just keeps shopping instead of training. It's okay. great to watch. He's <laughs> probably a great customer. <laughs> That's what you want. You don't want people training. You want to sell a lot more shoes instead. The holy grail. Anyway, sorry, Chris. We can't have an answer for you, mate. Mate, um, have you got some advice for our listeners on what to do when they come in and try on a pair of shoes? Like, are there certain things that you look for apart from, not particularly on the treadmill, but um, like as far as fit is concerned? Like, should they be yeah, able to fit their thumb in between the toe and the end of the shoe? Or Yeah, it's... It, the process that we go through when you come in, it's just getting as much information out of the customer as we can. Um, what they're training for. First thing, do they know their foot type? Um, whether they pronate, supinate, what are they wearing now? And if they've got it now, I have a look, have a look and straight away it's, um, you know, have a look at the tread pattern on the bottom, if it's nice and even, if it's wearing laterally or medial. Yeah. Or, you know, the heel sometimes has got a chunk out of it. So they're obviously heel striking a lot. Um, And then it's just a matter of going through the process of asking them what they're training for um, and having a look at basically the way they stand, Mm. their posture. You can pretty much tell um, straight away. Um, Doing a few injury Mm. uh, history and then... Uh, basically getting three or four. Um, having a look at basically their foot straight away. If someone's got a really wide foot, mm. it eliminates three or four brands straight away. Yeah. Um, so what, what are the wider brands there? What are you New Balance are renowned for a wide foot because they make the shoe off the American last, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a lot wider. Mm. And they do uh, a D, a 2E, a 4E, and a 6E. 6E? 6E. Apparently, a lot of country towns get the six E's. Yeah, right. Yeah. Big feet out in the country. Big feet. Big white feet. So, um, straight away, it just, I can tell when I go straight, New Balance, whatever, uh, uh, Brooks in a wider fitting, yeah. and then away we go. Try them on. You should have half a thumbnail at the end of the shoe. Okay. Um, That's good. Uh, because your foot will obviously expand when you start to exercise or run with heat. Um, Half a thumb, no. Good. Yeah. Rule of thumb. Mm. Yep. Um, Some people have one foot bigger than the other, Mm. so you have to cater for that bigger foot, obviously. Mm. Um, I've had people come in and they've got like a full size. Yeah, right. It's it's crazy. And there's not much you can do about it. Maybe put another inner sole in or... Mm. um, but you don't want to sort of double sock and stuff because it just creates friction and then blisters. No. So a good way is, is heel locking or lace locking. 
Oh, the lace dark art shoe. of lacing your shoe. Lacing the shoe. Yeah. yeah. So oh. just so that then pulls the collar of the shoe in. Yep. And it locks the heel in. Yep. So there's no movement. Um, so ever, that's another good way. Have you ever way. done that? I'm a lace locker from way back. You're a heel yep. locker? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I've never heel locked. You've mm. never? No. No. Maybe I should. Right, yeah. Come over. Come over yeah. to the dark side. <laughs> have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. But yeah, that's my advice. Um, socks can be a big thing as well. Yep. Socks can make a huge difference. Mm. Um, Thin or thick? What it's personal recommend? preference. Yeah. It's personal preference. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like a thicker sock. What about you, mate? I do. I'm the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm a thicker sock. A bit more really? padding, yeah, yeah. But we have people that come, they love just the thinner the better. Yeah, I reckon mm. I'm a thin guy. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Yep. But we have customers come in and no, nah, it has to be at the end. Oh, they want to feel the toe at the end of yes. this? Yes, really. It's, and I'm like, that's too small. Yeah. No, this is the way I like it. No, that's yuck. And all right, don't come back when your toenails are black. Yeah. As yeah. long as you've told them, but they go, no, nah, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want any more room so once again I reckon that's a deep psychological issue yeah yeah. I haven't been hugged enough as a child <laughs> or something yeah beaten on the feet I'm assuming <laughs> so you say there's D E E four E do you think maybe they should have just used the other letters like F and G potentially like, possibly yeah it seems a bit weird four E why not just six E yeah six E I don't know where the E came from no mm. Anyway. Some use D. Extremely wide. Yeah. Yeah, but four. Mm. Using yeah. F. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I'm not going to tell. But that there is. There's yeah. a lot of. As you, you can see how confusing it can be. When people, <laughs> already when people come in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They also do a, t- an, a double A, which is narrow. Right. So there's a standard fitting, and then there's a there's a really narrow. Okay. For someone who's got a really narrow foot. So and people don't realise. Oh, that, do they do that? Yeah. So more to it. there is more to it. Um, yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, as you can see, it can be so confusing when people come into a store, and that's that's, good. that's why they're, we're there yeah. um, to tell them. Same thing when you're wearing a Keanu and they bring out the Keanu Twenty Six. It's my job to find out what they've changed in the shoe to pass that on to you. Mm. Um, so you know when you go out and run, you go, "Man, this is different," mm. because they have lately they've. Uh, put a mill either side the toe box has widened right so it's more of a, an oval shaped than a pointed toe box okay and people are going this feels different yeah um, and they've taken away the tongue to make it lighter exactly that's a problem and some some people some of the tongues have stitched in some yeah, years okay. and some you know they, it's a trial some of the times the laces have become just different yeah so it's up to me to tell you pass that on so mm. you know mm mm Makes sense. If there's any uh, model changes. Keep them from rebelling against the Keanu. Because people hate change. And sometimes I do go, why? Mm. As in, why do you hate change? Or or why, you know, you see a range and you go, man, I sold that shoe was just flying off the shelf. It was perfect. And you've gone and completely remodeled it. And then, uh, why? And they go, oh, yeah, but Mm. we need to... We need to move forward. We need to move forward. We yeah. can't, you know. And then all of a sudden, the yeah, you're right. Yeah, the shoes just sales of the shoe change. And, do, uh, do you ever get people coming in going, the 1998 Kayano was the greatest shoe in history? Can you just do that again for me? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. They hang on to it. Yeah. 
Or can you still get the Keanu? We're up to 26. Can you get the Keanu 20? Yeah. Try, try eBay. Try Doc Brown from Back to the Future, mate. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, that's funny. There must be a pretty big market for that stuff on eBay, though. Like, people. I imagine there would be, yeah. 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 People get pretty funny about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's changed. Like, I said to Jen, it's very proud that we're still successful as what we have been um, because five years ago, a lot of our main suppliers, um, like the four big banks, the, you know, your ASICs, your New Balance, um, Brooks and Nike and Adidas, Mm. they never had specialty stores. Yeah. They never had online stores where we were getting a lot of support Mm. and you're seeing that, sort of oh, start to going in-house a bit more get taken away now you know ASIC's opened up flag, they've all got flagship stores in every state mm-hmm. they've now all got DFO stores so where they can get rid of all their old stock yep. flog it off yep. uh, and then now they've all got online mm-hmm. and you know we were many years ago it was we're not going to discount online mm-hmm. and now they're just discounting yeah. online so for me as a, as a business and a retailer, it's, uh, you know, you, you just sort of take each year as it comes because mm. it's, um, yeah, it's wasn't it's not now catch of the day that I'm worried about or wiggle. Yeah. It's it's my suppliers that are yeah, yeah, undercutting okay. me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's interesting, yeah, interesting how it's time. all sort of but I, starting to unfold. And I guess you're in a, a, a good position that you, you're also a service, you know, you're not just a yes. retailer, you're in the service industry. Yep. So there's a massive point of difference there for yeah. you. So yeah. There's value there, you know. And that's, yeah, mm. and that's what we're very thankful that a lot of local customers yeah. appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Appreciate that and, and yeah. continue to use it, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they do and so yeah. they should. And so, yeah, I, I really think the idea of you know, going and stabbing in the dark for a shoe online and potentially paying 30 bucks less than you would at a shop and they're not being the right shoe. So you've just wasted yeah. 150 bucks and not got the right shoe. So. And the same thing, it's trying to educate them on you've bought a neutral shoe mm. and now you're injured mm. and now you're paying physio bills yeah. because you're... Well, we're not going to... No, 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 we're not going to... You know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Guy's got to eat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Anyway... Go and, go and see the guys at Ranola, I guess, is the uh, take-home message. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so um, you're on Strava, mate. Can people follow your progress? To the, can they follow your road to UTA 2020? I'm, I'm going to join up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on there ready to go. I'm yeah. jumping on. Jump yeah. on. Yeah. But I am a private man. Yeah. I do like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things to keep in-house. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ronella, so people should look up your your shop and they can look up your website. They can, and, yeah. yeah. And it's spelled R U L-L-A. Correct. Yep, so we want to make sure they get the spelling right when they look it up. And um, yeah, you right across all areas of running and so that's good and nutrition yep. as well. So um, thanks very much for giving up your time. It's 
been great Thanks chatting to you. Very informative. Great information. Yeah, that's very good. informative. Are you going to remember the half of thumbnail? I reckon I will. I reckon that's the key. I reckon I will. My kids are going through a pair of shoes every month. They're growing so quick. So yeah. That's good advice. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll see you out there uh, training real soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming in. See you later.